Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily. Kabbalatcha, another YDBT Daily. Even on vacation, I still find time to work the side hustle to get you guys some content, some car-related news, comedy, and just talk some shit generally for about an hour and a half when it comes to the car game, aftermarket performance stuff. We'll talk about a bunch of stuff today. <clears throat> but what I want to try to talk about for the first 10 to 15 minutes or so, it's going to be the Cadillac Celestique, which is to me the most retarded thing that you would ever want to announce is a $300,000 super high-end battery electric vehicle, BEV, luxury BEV that only goes zero to 60 in the fours, not impressive, probably is going to be an 11 second car and $300,000. And I'm thinking, well, what happened to the Lucid the lucid air, you know, all those really high end luxury, a hundred plus thousand dollar SUV, uh, SUVs, um, EVs that went nines, nine forty nine fifties, really, really, uh, advanced technology. The guy from Tesla had quit, started his own little thing, made lucid motors, cars, and that failed. Like that's literally going to go bankrupt in less than a year. You're going to start hearing them trying to sell off that company as a luxury car, whatever the fuck. So I don't know what the hell Cadillac's thinking. Not only are their SUVs ridiculously priced now, like a super high-end Escalade V is well over a hundred and something thousand dollars. I think even a regular Escalade non-V is well into the six figures, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm like, boy, we are getting priced out of the game. And with the dark horse being $70,000, the regular GT bordering on $50,000, the age of affordable muscle or affordable luxury is gone. Like literally gone. And we can talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about a, a, a rumor that's going around that Jim Farley supposedly floated the idea of letting employees get first dibs at the Lightning and other EVs in the hopes that if they drive it for a while, because there's like a double-edged sword when it comes to cars, right? MSRP new cars, right, have fall under some weird umbrella where sometimes, depending on the on, on the dealership, you, know, you, you really can't gouge it too much. But if it has a couple of thousand miles, believe it or not, used cars, you're getting more money for used cars, which is really weird to me that people can ask for... $90,000 for a used Lightning, but pay about seventy dollars for a brand new Lightning. And again, I don't know about the trim level, but I, we'll, we'll read a Twitter post from the Cybertruck guy. I retweeted it or re-X'd it or X'd it or quoted it. Oh, what the hell, what the hell it's called. Uh, and we are going to you know mention that. Then we'll talk general stuff. We'll talk about the pro mod. What do you call the pro $250,000 Bradenton race? I got so many thoughts on that shit. But before we do that, as always, we like to have Mr. Bill O'Reilly do it live. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. Oh, I can. Do I'll it. write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. That's right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. We all know it sucks, but what are you gonna do? Shit sucks. What are you gonna do, buddy? We want to thank Mr. Auto Solutions, Rami Zaidan, Auto Solutions down in Puerto Rico, getting things done. Uh, he is gonna have one of his uh, customers put the exhaust that I have in my GT500 because it doesn't sound like ass cheeks. Race Motive, Race Motive on Instagram. Check them out. They got some racing going on. They got some uncovered up 300 mile Porsche. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Check it out. <laughs> DNA High Performance. He'll fight you. He'll give you deals. The online parts house of the channel. Part Farm. 
Apartfarm.com. Get me that boot for the uh, four, uh, what is it? 11 to 14? All I need is a boot. Everything else is taken care of, brother. Conformance, conformance.com. I still have not gotten time to get that sucker dialed in because I'm just too busy. Calumet Transmission, calumetransmission.com. The T56 is shifting buttery nice. Ultimate Header, ultimateheader.com. And Nick James, Nick James from PMAS. Finally, we're able to get squared with the uh, winner, with the winner of the giveaway over on, um, what was it, Tuesday? We give away $350 voucher. So he can get himself a cold air. He can get himself a little bit of everything. So hopefully the guy and him got together, got the voucher going, and he can get his cold air or $350 or so worth of parts. I say hi to the people. We'll get to the stuff, and then we'll get to talking some shit. Joe Jr., Maki Mock, ATX Cobra, 2000 MCR, Joe Swift. Josh Roy were the first people to say hello. Coyote Fury, Abdullah Alabasi, Abdullah Alabasi. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, I'm Muslim. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Ray Ray, Abdullah Alabasi again. Sam Morales, Nitrous and Bias Plies the Wolf, Nitrous and Bias Plies again. Coyote Austin, Maki Mock, Valley 10 Speed, Mr. ESS himself, Bryson Witt, one of the mods says, let's get it, Alfredo Diaz, SK Jeff, the other mod, Great Mustang, Redbird, Monty540, Maki Mock again, Douche did it, Brian Othrikova, Venom Racing, Brian Harper, Travis, Whipple, Darren, Wesley, Elver, Izzy, Ignacio, Back Tacoma, Pito. Chiquito, TJ Sikorsky, Dustin Garrison, Red Fox, It's Oman. I suspect you're from over there. Anthony, Richard Whedon, Gray Mustang, Craig Walls, Rocco Zioli, Omar, Juan L.E., D-Rock Fox, Glassroof, Coyote, Jacob De Leon, Red Fox, Elver, Galarga, Gregory Uffitz, Leon Phelps, Space Fries, Payaso Racing, Kona Blue, HTF Grad, Lava Roush, Nitrous, Bias, and Bias Plus, Bilavesh, Crassus Django 305 RS3, Cito, SCT, NMR, FTW, Frank Weaver, Sean, Rodney, Tyler, Walter Hoffman, Anthony Mendoza's Will Fowler, Franklin, Sean, uh, I'm sorry, Once One Slope 4.6, 11 Second Eclipse, Sean O'Connell, Adam Griffin, KA for Life, Harley, Takwacha Mode, and all the usual suspects. Thank you guys for being on for a little bit. We'll talk some shit. I think Mr. Late Model Performance is going to join in in a little bit. Alec Bledsoe said he might just pop in and say, Hello, and I appreciate that because if you guys have any LSLT uh, stage questions, package questions, anything like that, um, did you see Sema turned straight into a music? That thing's that thing's still happening. Sema is still a thing. Whatever. Let's talk about the Cadillac Celestique bullshit. We'll talk about the Ford bullshit, and then we'll get after it. So Cadillac announced not too long ago that they're going to start offering a or potentially offer a this thing for $340,000 and it is over the top crazy luxury similar to like a Maybach would be you know something that's not necessarily fast but it is super high-end luxury ridiculous but battery electric you know vehicle and it supposedly goes 0 to 16 3.8 seconds fast 600 horsepower 640 torque 300 miles of range I like the range but with all this bullshit, with all the reclining, with all the air conditioning, with all the infotainment, I, I guarantee that technology, I guarantee 100 miles is wasted. Did it say 100? Okay, I wanted to make sure it didn't say kilometers because, you know, we're in the U.S. So supposedly they're going to, you know, offer this ridiculously priced EV to I don't know who. Like, how many do you have to sell? to make money. They want to go with Rolls-Royce and Bentley. They basically want to go head up against those guys. And let's be honest, guys. If you're a millionaire, 
and you care about cars, Cadillac is not at the forefront of, you know, Billy badass millionaire stuff. Like if you want to impress, you know, chick's legs don't automatically open for a Cadillac when you can afford a Rolls Royce or a Bentley. I'm kind of blown away by that, but I at least like the fact that they're going to go, okay, let's go all the way with a luxury deal because it bleeds down. Believe it or not, it does bleed down eventually. Typically, someone like Ford does their doohickeys with F-150s. They typically try stuff with the F-150s. And if you've seen and if you've paid attention to what Ford has been doing, by, by the way, they've been sucking like nonstop. They're down again this month. It's just, it's laughable at this point. It's it's almost sad and you wonder when Farley is going to quit because it is a lack of trust in leadership that is happening right now. But at least it bleeds down. Like you'll start seeing, you saw the power boost, so it makes me go, okay, if they tried it on the truck, which is their best-selling vehicle, the F-150, they might bleed it down. And again, Mustang to me is a non-starter. Mustang to me is going to be electric in about three years. I don't I don't have any high hopes. Maybe I'm wrong and I hope I'm wrong, but I don't have a lot of high hopes that Mustang will stay ice forever. I think it'll become something homog- homologate, watered down. <sighs> stay in your wheelhouse Alex like you've already seen what they've done with the name they've already sullied the name with an SUV Mustang Mach-E now Dark Horse now they're just Dark Horse S they're gonna start making that name plastered on everything and it's gonna let's just say lessen the the allure of the name imagine if Chevy started naming everything a Camaro let's say they started coming up with a Camaro 1LE battery electric vehicle SUV. Like you're going to be like, I own a Camaro 1LE. And you're like, wow, that's badass. No, not really. It's uh, you know, it's kind of a slow SUV. Excuse me, what? Like you, you will hear someone says, I own a Mustang and nobody is going to think a Mach-E. Nobody's going to go, oh, a Mach-E. No one in, in, in the planet will say, oh, you own a Mustang? It must be an SUV. But now, maybe in about three years, you're going to have to make that distinction. I own a Mustang. Well, why does it say it has four doors? Oh, it's an SUV. So now the name has been pretty much watered down and it's eventually going to become this kind of a, like a running joke because even though Mustang diehards look at the Mustang Mach-E and say, that's not a Mustang, guess what? It is a Mustang, according to Ford. Ford owns the name and Ford can put that name on anything they want and whether it waters down the name or not, they can do what they want with it. But in my opinion, Cadillac might be doing this so that the technology bleeds down to their other vehicles. Now, if you saw something like the Acadia, okay, I am not a fan, but let's just go by the looks. I know, I know, you're going to say I'm, I'm stupid. Let's just go by the looks of this Acadia. Now, imagine if this thing had a motor that actually mattered. You don't think this is a good looking vehicle? Like, you don't think this Acadia, even though it comes with a 1.9 liter turbocharged junk shit with nine speed, that's a good looking truck. I know this must be some kind of aftermarket company that put a set of wheels on it, but if that's the redesigned Acadia, <laughs> that thing's begging for some kind of LT situation in it. I think it'd be cool, but obviously it's not going to happen. But some, some cycle might do it because 
Takshini not that bad looking. So I think the future is all that crap, and they're just gonna sully the name. Mustang's gonna become Mustang's gonna become like 16 different things. But I think Cadillac is doing this so that it bleeds down to their other lineup. But I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Now back, let's go to Twitter or AK or X or whatever the fuck they call that shit nowadays. So I saw this thing on the Cybertruck guys um page or whatever. <clears throat> It says, in a new internal marketing campaign, Ford is trying to get all 186,000 employees to test drive an F-150 Lightning or Mach-E for one week. This is a genius and cheap campaign to put thousands of butts in seats and to encourage employees to embrace the electric future of the company. From what I've heard, Ford has 100 internal test drive vehicles in Dearborn, Michigan. Employees can choose to live with or road trip a pickup crossover for seven days. Charging costs are reimbursed. Jim Farley is currently road tripping an F-150 Lightning from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. Road tripping? That's not That's like saying I'm road tripping from here to Orlando. Ford has been known to do this before to break bad habits in the automotive and tech manufacturing. Also, this information is unconfirmed and may not be accurate. Now, the comments are pretty good. The guy, This guy made a note to say that the math doesn't work out. The math doesn't work out. It's possible either one, the more fleets of test drive vehicles, or two, they only open... It's only open to employees working at HQ of Dearborn. So 186,000 people divided by 100 people per week, 1860 weeks. If let's say 10% participate, that's 186 weeks or about four years worth. Again, it doesn't make sense. And right here it says Ford is currently net lower in August by net by 3.6 at $12.73. Alarm bells if it goes under 10. And in this post, they make a lot of great points about People not really liking the EV stuff. There's a lot of internal chatter, supposedly at Ford, that people aren't into this stuff. And why would Farley or Ford try to make you sit in one of these things if if everything is great and honky-dory? I'm sure there's been a lot of internal reviews of people saying, hey, we're not a big believer in this stuff. We're not believers. But this is the other thing, the unintended consequence of letting your employees drive an electric vehicle. What if they like it? And if they like it, do you think they'll buy it or will they buy the better version of it, a.k.a. the Tesla? Like if there's 186,000 employees that drive an EV and let's just say all of them like it, 186,000 dudes are going to buy a Model Y or a Cybertruck. Like why would you buy the Ford version of an EV when you can have one from the company that makes them and literally only makes EVs. I, I don't understand why you would want to make people like EVs and then that would force them to look at the best EV on the planet, which just so happens to be Tesla. So imagine you buy, or let's say you rent or they give you or loan you an F-150 Lightning and you're like, this is pretty good, but the, but, but it doesn't have a lot of pickup and it doesn't it doesn't really um, have a good range. And then you start looking at the, at the Cybertruck and out of the two, gun to your head, which one are you going to get? Maybe the one that's cheaper. But if you're one of those guys that intends to keep the vehicle for a very long time, I don't know. I don't know if they wouldn't opt in for an electric vehicle from Tesla. The Ford employees are all driving Hyundai Sonatas, right? That's the other thing. If you go to a parking lot for a Ford plant in Dearborn or whatever, is every single vehicle on the lot a Ford? I don't think so. I couldn't imagine every single vehicle on the lot being a Ford because you'd be stupid to do that. Let's say you want a reliable vehicle to get you to work all the time. It's going to be a Toyota, right? It's going to be a Toyota or a Honda just to get you to work all the time. And does it, do you get frowned upon 
by looking at the parking lot and not seeing and not seeing everything have a Ford in it, meaning you're not in it to win it. You're just kind of in it for the job. I thought that was really interesting. But we had Mr. Fake Farley uh, say some stuff because he had some thoughts about everything that's going on. And remember how I told you that the Mustang was, is already an SUV? Well, he, Fake Farley, had something else to say about what the future of the Mustang might be. For my next trick, I'll make the Mustang a compact truck. We'll call it the Cuckstang. You, you know, <laughs> you know what? That actually makes sense. Because if you're going to make a compact truck and put the Mustang name logo on it. For my next trick, I'll make the Mustang a compact truck. We'll call it the Cuckstang. Whoa, unbelievable. But I mean, he also has other ideas that might that might tr that might drift over to other to other platforms since the drift stick is a hit we'll include it in everything we sell f-350s f-150s everything fuck it <laughs> whoa so the drift stick mr fake farley said the drift stick is going to be in everything f-350s f-150s why not we can't sell these pieces of shit to the public so we'll let our uaw dickheads buy it hopefully they won't buy a test Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think he meant Tesla, but I don't think it actually, um, I don't think it actually, uh, finished. Maybe, um, fake Farley wasn't close to the mic. He also has another uh, message for take Elon. My ass, Elon Musk. Whoa. I thought he meant, <laughs> I thought it was take that Elon Musk. Where, where's take that Elon Musk? Where's take that? <laughs> did I, did I not have take that Elon Musk? Let me see. Uh, the Trump thinking gang fail horn, da, 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 Bolivian, bye bye, baby milk, stupid diarrhea, too high. Where's Elon Musk? I thought I had take that Elon Musk. Apparently, I don't have take that Elon Musk. But what else do I have here? I'd like to introduce everyone to my new head of product and design. And since I'm number one, he's my number two. Everyone help me give a warm introduction to Turvey. Oh, wow. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I totally expected him to make Turvey head of product and design because Farley's number one, but Turvey is number two. And I think Elon Musk had something uh, to say about the new Ford lineup. I am building a spaceship so I can launch Ford vehicles where they are most useful. To Uranus. <laughs> wow. So to Uranus, or according to him, to Uranus, because apparently his accent is pretty thick. So we'll talk about that. Do you think the EV technology is actually going to bleed down from Cadillac to Chevy, or do you care? Do you think that the 186,000 employees that are going to get free rides on EVs is going to transfer to EV sales? That's weird. Making your employees buy your cars. Odd. Hyundai Palisade calligraphy is a... Sweet sleeper SUV as well. Would still rather have one of those than a Ford. You know what I saw in the complex? One of these. Uh, the compact Hyundai truck. It is a nice looking truck. 2.5 liter turbo. The Santa Cruz. I looked at it and I'm like, what the hell is that? And some guy in the complex had one. And I'm like, boy, that that is actually not bad looking. And not that it's good looking. But it is, I looked at it and I'm like, that is not a bad looking vehicle. And it's black. It's got the premium wheels. It's like really nice. It's 2.5 turbo. And I'm like, why would I buy a Maverick? Why would I buy a Maverick? Do you, do you think the Maverick has better mannerisms than the Hyundai version? Do you think the Maverick is just light years above this thing? 
I don't think so. And this is probably much cheaper and probably quicker. 2.5 liter turbo situation. So I don't know. I mean, it, unless unless you're like, I don't know why you'd be in a compact truck, number one. Uh, you know, the only compact truck that matters is the Mazda B2000. Everything else fucking sucks. Let's be honest. These Mexicans have been driving the Mazda B2000 to work sites with like a quart of oil in the bitch for the last 300,000 miles. Have you seen Tesla's camel wrap for the cyber truck? Yes. Um, I think Elon is a huge troll. And I think what's going to happen with Elon is he is going, well, there is only one other electric truck on the market, the F-150 Lightning. So when Elon introduces the cyber truck, don't you think, don't you think he's going to make an insane amount of troll posts messing with the Lightning? You saw before that they had a Lightning Sorry, an EcoBoost F-150 rear-wheel drive, which is such a dumb thing, and they drug it with a, let's just say, a um, prototype Cybertruck. So now the production Cybertruck's due to come out, and knowing Elon Musk, he doesn't want the second best version. He's already had a year or two of seeing what the Lightning is capable of, the battery the, the reviews have come out, the acceleration, the lack of tow um, range, the lack of battery life, the lack of charging uh, capacity, the, the, the slow charging. So there's a lot of easy things that Elon Musk can really pick apart at this thing. So I look forward to another, I look forward to another um, round of Elon just trolling the shit out of Ford. And one of the things was to wrap it in F-150 camo. You don't think he's had super highly produced, like one thing Elon is good at, and with SpaceX and Tesla, is the way they, see, they don't advertise. You have never seen a Tesla advertisement. You weren't in the Super Bowl, you didn't see buy a Tesla. They just kind of sell themselves. And that is an amazing feat. You've seen Ford truck gay commercials. You've seen them wrap stuff with LGBTQIA++ SLMNLP bullshit. You've seen them try to do everything to try to garner any kind of positive feedback from anybody. Tesla does not spend a dime on advertising. Now, if they did, you don't think it would be full of troll posts? Just complete dumb shit? I think so. Hyundai and Kia make a lot of nice looking vehicles at a much lower price point, but they still have a stigma around them for being a cheap car. Ford has taken that mantle, but not cheap in terms of price. Ford's quality sucks. Ford's um, QC, the quality control sucks. The products since COVID have been less impressive. All you have to do is get into a, not a high-end vehicle, but let's just say like a base GT. A base 2015 to 2017 GT felt sturdier than a base 21 to 23. Now, we don't know what's going to happen with 24, but based on what I know, because it's literally an S550 and a half, just different fender and nose and different quarter panel and trunk, but the chassis is the exact same freaking thing. I can almost make the case that after Raxium, who is the really shitty ass um, people that make the shitty lights? They're going to have complete retrofit front headlights to fit into your 23 and older vehicle, 23 to 18, 
And they're almost going to be an insanely direct fit because it is not that different. Body kits like Cervini's and other people, they're going to make complete swaps. You started seeing GT500 front ends on Gen 3s, and I, I laughed my ass off. I go, why would you want to put a Gen 2 front end on a Gen 3 Mustang? But people did it. People to this day, to this day, to this day, this day. to this day, to this day, to this day, to this day, put GT500 bumpers on Gen 3 Mustangs. It looks like, like Mr., like the big fucking jaw, it has like the biggest fucking ugliest jaw. It is the ugliest bumper on the planet. And you want to hear something even gayer? The 2020 GT500 front end has been retrofitted in a Gen 1. It looks like a like a Down syndrome baby. It just looks super fucked up. I am blown away that people buy paint match and think that shit looks good on a Gen 1 Mustang. It looks disgusting. Rivians look like a Chinese budget e-truck. Yes, but out of all the trucks... I think the Rivian is the better of them out there. It still looks like a truck. It performs. Guys, it performs. You could say what you want about the Rivian, but the Rivian donkey stomps the lightning. It's an 11-second truck. I get it. The company's not solvent. The company doesn't matter. But if you're like me and love anything to be fast, like... The Cadillac I have Escalade, it's pretty quick for what it is. But man, wouldn't I love it to be quicker? But I'm going to leave it alone because I know I'm just going to end up breaking everything and just having another project sitting on the side for another six months. But the Rivian truck is a better overall truck than the F-150 Lightning. And even that's failing. So the Tesla Cybertruck is going to have the weirdness factor, the look at me, the what the hell is that factor. And people that are weird already because Tesla owners are weird. Let's be honest. Tesla owners buy a car that they rather not drive. One of the reasons Tesla owners buy Teslas is for FSD, full self-drive. So we all know that Tesla owners generally don't like to drive. They just want to be known for having a Tesla. And one of these days, these people are going to get mad at themselves because There's going to be three or four Model Ys in a parking lot, same trim as yours, and you're going to lose your shit in a parking lot. And eventually, you're going to want to buy something really weird that stands out, aka the Cybertruck. You're going to buy the Cybertruck, and then everyone's going to buy the Cybertruck, and you're going to be in a lot with five other Cybertrucks, especially near Loxahatchee, South Carolina, and any Yee-Yeeville that you live in where trucks are prevalent. Um... Mach 1 looks better than GT500. Hit the likes. S197 version is hideous. Let's find that. Let's find that. Let's find that. Uh, S197 2020 GT500 bumper kit. Bumper. It is. Let me see. Images. This looks. Oh, my Lord. Kill it. Oh, my God. You need to kill this thing. This is the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. This is a thing, guys. This this holy fucking sh- could you imagine bolting this on paint matching it and swearing to god and baby jesus that it looks good look this shit don't even match the the freaking gap right there between the light and the hood look at that gap like this that's a thing people are shoving these kits on cars 
embarrassing. You should you should be ashamed of yourself that you're you're letting your boy S197 go out. Oh my god, look at the gap on this. People are bolting this on S197s. This absolute abortion of a front end. My god, kill it. Kill it. This is so hideous. If you own a 20 if you own a 2011 to 2014 Mustang and you put a GT500 2020 GT500 bumper on it, uh kill yourself. Drink bleach. Drink a lot of bleach. You have no fucking taste. You have no fucking taste. And stop stunting on Instagram looking down while the camera's looking this way cuz that shit is whack as fuck. Way to ruin an S197. Who the fuck would even buy that? A lot of people. I've seen it on Instagram. Well, people are like, oh my God, I'm so blessed. <laughs> what, what is the definition of blessed? Let's just, because people use that for everything, right? Bless. See, when you're blessed, I would say you're like able to jump really high. <laughs> when you're blessed, you can do really complicated math problems in your head. Blessed. The first, uh, it's an adjective. It said made holy. <laughs> the second informal is used in mild expressions of annoyance or exasperation. There wasn't a blessed thing anybody could have done. You know what? When someone says blessed, it's the second one. It's not the first one. You are not blessed. You are stupid. You are dumb. Your taste sucks. Blessed. Oh, shut up. Blessed. I low-key wanted one at one point, but after 20 seconds, I felt embarrassed. It's for the gays. Better put some hood pins on. The paint doesn't even match on the blue one. Get gapped. It's like GT owners putting 0304 Cobra bumpers on. Yeah, so I didn't... You know what's funny? Because I missed out on that complete... Um, so, okay. You can compare what Ford is doing now with what they were doing with the overhead cam engine. Guys, there were guys that were revolting of the fact that Ford started introducing single overhead cam engines and dual overhead cam engines in their Mustangs. And it's over. It's done. It's And you know what? For, for a while, they were right. Because people stuck with their Fox body. People stuck with their push rod. They didn't even try to mess with the new stuff. But the ones that did, the ones that got with the program, started going, hey, these rev pretty high and we can make some parts for these. And there's potential. But there was a massive malaise era between 93, because let's be honest, the malaise era started in 93 for the modern malaise era with the, with the Mustang V8. They dropped horsepower from 225 to I think 220 or 215 from 92 to 93 because they changed the piston design. Then 94, they went with this disgustingly ugly Ford probe on steroids. And they put a 215 to 220 horsepower V8 in it. Then they came out with the Cobra version. And that was laughable. It had GT40 heads and a Cobra upper and lower. And it made, I think, 240 or 250. It was a complete toilet. Then 96 came out and the single overhead cam game. And it was, you know, then they slowly started getting into it. 96 and 98 Cobra came out. People started going, okay, we see where this is going. 300 horsepower, dual overhead cam, NA, we think that's a winner. Then the Mach 1 in 0304, then you saw the Cobra in 0304, and then it got really, really serious. But there was a malaise era. There was a big delay between, let's say, the last badass pushrod, 92, and 96, four years or so before you started seeing Cobras have 300 horsepower or so. And those cars are pretty decent, um, you know, NA. 
they were pretty decent. You put boost to it, the bottom end just fell out of the bitch, and it was just a problem. But the Mach 1, I thought, was a cool car at, at the time. Um, dual overhead cam. Actually, I thought it was basically a Cobra 0304, um, the Mach 1. But that's what I think Ford is now doing with the battery you know, EV stuff. You're going to see EV transition suck for a while. And eventually, it'll have to catch up. Two things can happen. Ford can kill it based on the first three or four years of suffering just like they did with Mustang or Ford can go full woke bullshit and basically try to get bailed out because look, they're not selling. Ford EVs are not selling. People are opting for a Tesla and that's why when Tesla cut their prices, Ford was like, shit, what are we going to do? We're already losing money on the MSRP that we're offering. So now we're going to lose even more money because we have to compete with Tesla and we have to slash our prices. It's going to be a, a shit show for a while. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets any better, especially in the EV world. I couldn't even bring myself to get the RTR girl for my car, let alone the disaster. Good God. Saw so on Instagram where a group of car guys, aka Nissan Altima 08 Chrysler 300, had a bunch of similar clapped out AIDS cars and shut down San Francisco Bridge for a photo session. Mach 1 horsepower had the best front. Mach 1 HP had the best uh, front bumper. 93 to uh, 93 had 205 advertised as GM had 275 for the LT1. Exactly. If you had a 93, if you ask anyone that knows anything about co uh, Mustangs, which Mustang would you want? Like Fox Body. Which which year Fox Body would you want? They would all say 92. All of them would say 92. And a lot of people that were are newcomers would go, why not the 93? That was the last year. Why would not have the 93? The only 93 Mustang we would ever want is the Cobra. Or the Cobra R, which they made like 300. So the GT was a dud, dead on arrival. Now, most people didn't leave it stock. They shoved Trick Flows, FKM, you know, Tweaker, uh, Anderson, Anderson uh, PMS, all that shit. You know, they, they modded it. But when we're talking about like something to build off of, we all wanted to build off of the 92. Not many of us looked at the 93 once we saw that the pistons changed and thought it was a favorable vehicle. The only 93 vehicle we wanted was the Cobra. That's it. A blessed $25,000 loan at 24% and an affirm account. Now, I am starting to see some of the craziest builds out there. Now, a lot of you that saw my post on Instagram saw that my GT500 is finally on the ground and driving under its own power with a stick. That took me six months, guys. So, you know, that is cash money. I am not financing anything on these vehicles. The transmission was over $12,000 because it's a faceplated T56. Bonderbird gave me the clutch and the motor build was over eleven. dollars So that takes a lot of time to save up money. And yeah, I, I sold the Turbo 400 to offset some of the costs. So, so I'm seeing a lot of guys, <coughs> they buy a Mustang, immediately mod it like a lot. And I know what it takes to just, let's say, a blower, fuel system, wheels and tires. And you working as an Amazon delivery driver is not covering that. So you'll put yourself in massive debt to like stunt on Instagram and stunt on Facebook. And no offense, but when you say something like, just, just you wait until you, your mind is going to be blown. We're not done yet. And I'm thinking you're going to put a big block you know, Nelson Racing Engines or SMX. I'm thinking when you say stay tuned, I'm about to blow y'all minds. I'm expecting an SMX, a Proline, something Billy Badass. But then you get a Vortec V3, VMSs, Detroit 95s. 
a bap and a bama tune i'm like what the fuck am i waiting for you i don't need to wait for shit it's a dud like i love you some of you are going into deep debt to be to be like normal like normal normal no offense there's a lot of people out there that live in the 12s and 11s but most of the people that i know that put a little money into their cars they got they got a blower and pump gas and i'm like cool and that's fine i'm not making fun of those guys i'm making fun of the guys that think that that's gonna blow people's minds maybe it's gonna blow people on your friends list but it's not gonna blow anyone's minds y'all not ready stay tuned we're not done yet what the fuck you gonna do you gonna pull it down to 10 psi from eight? Oh my god i can't wait to see that thing run in 11 4 the fuck is wrong with people <clears throat> what about the bullet mustangs do you think they will bring back the color bullet mustangs are stupid bullet mustangs are whack shit it's it's it's, it's a green gt with badging like who the hell looks at a bullet mustang and goes i gotta have one of those said nobody don't get me wrong they're they're different just like a california special look i look at a cali special and i love it why it's got suede inserts got a little but i don't think it's like billy badass it's just different paint different trim different wheels different grill different interior motors the same trans the same tunes the same actually tune is different if it's an auto because it has performance pack gauges especially a 17 so it needs eop2 you know the uh the oil pressure configuration um if not if hot air doesn't <laughs> if hot air doesn't affect ev performance in theory would hot air allow the car to go quicker since it's less dense compared to cold air which is more dense well yeah think about it if you're in altitude let's just put it that way let's say you're in altitude in denver theoretically you have less air to cut through right so if you have like 5,000 DA in Denver, theoretically, your car is cutting through less air. So it should be faster. I don't know about quicker. After the Fox Body GT was a dud until the Coyote was put back in. Not, not really. Well, the Fox, after the Fox Body, after the Fox, after Fox Body, the GT was a dud until the Coyote. No, look, the Terminator, I make fun of the guys all the time. At the time, to see a brand new 0304 Cobra in 2003-2004 running 12s and 11s, that was saying something back in 0304. You would go, shit, that thing went 12-1 at, you know, whatever, 120 or whatever it was? Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, 115, 117, whatever it is. Uh, yes, what's it, what's it got done? Pulley in a tune. I'm like, a pulley in a tune and that thing went 12-1? That was serious back in the day. And then once Kenny Bell, Whipple, VMP, once those guys started coming out with blowers and people started figuring out these things can take some abuse in their time, people were out there and that was the car to have. That was the car that pretty much put Camaro away for a while until it came back. Because when Camaro came back, not the Bumblebee piece of shit, I'm talking about the latest iteration, the LT variant. That one I think is serious. I'm not a big LS fan. I know I know I have an LS9. ZR1 though. Um, but the LT is pretty serious. Like you really got to look at the LT and go, this is not like the LS. This is different. 
ever since I've started seeing what Alec Bledsoe and the guys at LMP of MD can do with an LT, with some, you know, minimal by comparison mods, I go, that motor is legit. I know the 5.3 boys, the LQ4 boys, the 4.8 boys will say stock bottom end has gone sixes. I'm like, okay, whatever. Back in a while. Stop it, Admiral Peck. Why am, I, why am I even reading Admiral Peck? Alex, what would be the new logo for the 36-month members? That's a good one. Um, what do you guys think should be the logo for 36-month members? We could put it up to a vote. You guys can mention, you know, whatever you want to show up on the three years. Guys, if you have been members for three years, the people that have Dark Horse logos have been members for a very over two years. I appreciate the hell out of you. And again, that means you're giving me at least $10 or $6 a month just to have a logo on your shit. And I did upload a members-only update getting the OSS, reverse lights, and the reverse lockout switch wired up. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Jake came over, said, this one is this, this one is that. I temporarily wired them up. And everything works great. This morning, I finished wiring everything, tucked it very nicely, loomed it, shrink wrap, you know, heat shrank it. Everything looks really good. And I was able to drive it out of the garage under its own power. And I put an Instagram video and a Facebook uh, on the Alex Flores page video up. Just it chopping, bro, That those cams, those are the same cams that were in before. But the 12 to 1 compression, I don't know what is happening, but it chops so freaking good right now way better than when it had a turbo 400 baltron that's right if you want baltron to be let, let's uh put it up to a vote let me see uh is there a vote here plus start a poll what should be the 36 month logo so baltron baltron or um let me see what else do you guys have shelby dave okay shelby dave Shelby Dave, okay, Baltron or Shell or Amaki, Mortimer, Bandamere sold. We won't be racing at Denver. No EV record. Two AM glory hits. Uh, let's just do that. Ask your community. So Baltron or Shelby Dave? I can do Shelby Dave or Baltron for the thirty-six month members. Absolutely. Pick of the Fairmont. Ah, now the Fairmont. I mean, look, that's the next big project to hit. But the problem is, I don't want the Fairmont even hitting the road. Until that sucker is front half, meaning mint front half, whatever, front um, tubular. You meaning I want the front end to be tubular because I want it to be super. I want that car to be super duper light. I want the dash removed. I want just a steering wheel and a stupid dash in the bitch. And I want it to be dumb, dumb light. I want it to have a mini tub. So mini tub, uh, front half. It's going to be either Coyote or small block forward powered, and that's the thing. If it's going to be small block forward powered, it's going to be the motor from the notch. But I don't want to take the notch motor out because it's running so good. So if it's going to be a Gen 3 Coyote with DI delete, I got to figure out it's going to be carbureted. And if it's going to be supercharged, like theoretically, the best thing to do with that car, in my opinion, is ESS supercharger on a Gen 3 motor, DI delete, carbureted. With a turbo 400, not stick. I already have uh, the Corvette, the Notch, and the GT500 are all stick. I don't mind having a nice drag car, but I probably wouldn't run like 275, 6015s. I'd probably run a big tire back there, donk style. Not big like 21 or 22 inch, but just 20s. 20s would be cool on that car, I think. And then have just a carbureted ESS supercharged Gen 3 Coyote with a turbo 400. Really, really lightweight, like insanely light.
20, 2,600 with me in it. You know, really light, like a thousand pounds off. Um, 6.2 liter making the neighborhood of, oh, stop, 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 stop. Built for proud when you're really trying to suck seed in life. Gotcha. Yeah, what the hell is Baltron? What the hell is Baltron? Oh my Lord. He said, what the hell is Baltron? Come on. I can't believe people don't know what Baltron is. Um, Alex DP on YouTube is Baltron. Yeah, like Baltron is, so we made, or we made jokes that Jim Farley, you know, can become a transformer and transform into the, 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 the most LGBTQ, you know, trans pro China craziness. And Bryson Witt, Bryson, uh, Witt SVT ended up making a Baltron logo. I'll show you. Let me see if I can find it. A basically Voltron with Jim Farley's head and a China in the background. It made me laugh so hard. It wasn't even funny. So we called it Baltron. <laughs> and if we can make Baltron the 36 month Baltron, the 36 month um, logo, that'd be awesome. Look at this. What a wonderful logo. Thank you so much. Man, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen. So this is Baltron. This is Jim Farley's head, right? That's <laughs> with a LGBTQ shit going on here. A China flag in the background. He did a good job of cropping. Look at that. That took some work. He actually like took some work to, so we can make that the 36 month um, member logo. That'd be, that'd be pretty slick in my opinion. That's pretty funny. It's actually really funny. I love it. I love it. Oh my God. I love making fun of, love that shit. Uh, someone said, why carbureted? Because I, so what? I'm going to have another coyote. I've had like four. So I'm going to have another Coyote with another operating, with another fucking thing I got to tune because carbureted Coyotes would be cool. If you understand carburetors, you think carburetors are less than fuel injection? They're probably less efficient. But when it comes to wide open throttle power, I put my money on carburetors. Call me crazy. So I would car, it, it would I would lock the cams, DI delete, carburetor, grid timing system, turbo 400, and just enjoy life. Alice, why not a Gen 2 with a stronger bottom end? Because a Gen 3 makes more power. It's 12 to 1 compression. Like, I'm not looking to make 1,500. I'm looking to make 800. So a Gen 3, bot, Gen 3 motor, heads, head, Gen 3 motor makes more power, has better heads, has better cams, bigger valves, more compression. Why wouldn't I do a Gen 3, Gen 3 bot? And the Gen 3 motor is cheaper. Why DI delete? Oh my God, what is wrong with people? Because I like running carburetors with DI. A tuner that wants a carb is really not a tuner. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh my lord. I have I tune my ZR1. I tune my carbureted Fox. I tune my GT500. I've tuned my red car. I tuned my white car. I tuned my black coyote. I tuned them all. Why would I want yet another fucking coyote? No. No, if I'm going to have a Coyote, it's going to be carbureted. And I'd have to tune that too. I'd have to tune it with grid and with old school knowledge. Actually knowing what the engine is doing. I'd buy a Baltron shirt. I have one and no one has bought it. Let me go to Teespring. Apparently, you guys said you want a Baltron shirt. There's a Baltron shirt on Teespring. No one has bought it. Like, guys, there's a Baltron shirt on Teespring. I'll, I'll, show, I'll show you the link. There's, it's literally there. It says, woke in the front, Ford. And um, analytics. Let me see. Yeah, nobody is bought shit. You guys, you guys are funny. 
I'd buy a Baltron shirt. It's been there. Oh, really? <laughs> Let me see. Here it is. Where is this product? So how do I get to this product? You know, you know the, the, the problem with Teespring? It's insanely difficult to navigate. Like, it's not like just easy. So yeah, here you go. Copy. I'll put the link in the chat. Not that you guys give a shit because I don't want to look at, like I'm hawk, like I'm trying to sell you guys shirts. But there's a link in the chat. And there is the Baltron shirt. It's already there. It's already on Teespring. It's been there forever. Just go there. I sent you the link. That's the back. This is the front. It says woke in the front in the Ford font. And in the back, it says it, it's Baltron. And I literally wear it to the gym and people look confused all the time. People are like, what, what the fuck? There's a China flag with a Voltron gay, with a gay Voltron. Why is this guy wearing a Chinese flag with a gay Voltron with some weird guy's face on it? Like, man, it's Voltron. A tuner that can't tune a carb is not a tuner. It's a programmer. Exactly. A tuner that can't tune a carb is not a tuner. It's a programmer. He said it twice. Carbs are a mechanical computer. Exactly. People really get online just to say anything. Shaking my head. What the fuck is High Country talking about? He doesn't know shit. <laughs> I'd like to see that carb setup. It would be cool. And again, I wouldn't do something super special. I would do something that currently fits in a coyote. And then I just make a 4150 flange on top of it. And just dump fuel down the bitch. Like, why why reinvent the wheel? Um, I just feel like nobody knows what it is besides people in this chat. And that's the best. Like, I love I love a very small thing that not a lot of people know about that, like, inside, inside joke shit. I got one for me and the wife. Shit's funny when people look at it and see it says, woke to the gym is wild. I bring the weirdest shit to the gym. JR10 says, I have a 19 bullet, your favorite. <laughs> Why'd you buy a bullet? For a low-maintenance, nice-weather, fun streetcar, would you go Whipple or Centrifugal? Depends on what you want to do. Depends on what you want to do. What do you want to do? Do you want to roll race? Get a centrifugal in there. Do you want to dig more than roll? Get a Whipple. Yeah, you got to wear the weirdest shit to the gym. People wear weird shit to the gym. I wear Calamer shirts and Hutch welding shirts to the gym. What do you think? I'm going to wear Gymshark stuff? You think I'm going to wear like Under Armour stuff? Fuck that. You got to wear weird, dumb shirts to make statements. How to get no one to talk to you at the gym? Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have any YDBT. St- I haven't had YDBT stickers in like, I don't know, 15 years. And again, on Teespring, if you go to Teespring, there's YDBT stickers. Is he being funny? Like, I think he's trying to be funny, right? Where is, can I see view store? Uh, stores. View store. Yeah, look. People are like, Alex, do you have stickers? Bro, I have mugs. <laughs> I I legit have mugs on the bitch, okay? I got a hat. A, I got the GT500 snack pack shirt. Come on. <laughs> it's the ugliest, stupidest shirt I've ever seen in my life. I love it. I wear this to the gym. I think I have one in uh, blue or red. I think it's blue. Yeah, mine looks like that. Again, because it's a big, fat piece of shit. <laughs> It's a fat Cobra. You can see how fat the Cobra is. And it's on a mobility scooter. It's doing bacon burnouts. And there's a bunch of snacks on the basket. GT500 snack pack edition. Oh, come on, bro. Anyway, I think I have stickers here. Because he was asking He was asking if I had a, if I had a apparel. Here we go. <laughs> Leggings. <laughs> it's the stupidest fucking thing ever. Like legit the stupidest fucking thing ever. What else do I have? Accessories. There we go. Accessories. Socks. <laughs> Stickers. There we go. See? 
There's your sticker, motherfucker. Stickers and mugs right there. Oh, I couldn't find it, man. You got the stickers? Yeah, there's stickers and dumb shit there. It's been there for like years. I don't care. I don't promote it because I'm not here to make money on merch. I think it'd be so weird if I just like all of a sudden started hawking merch all the time. I get it. You guys would buy it and I appreciate it. But like, I still think it's weird. I still think it's weird to like ask for you guys to buy my shit. Wear Under Armour and New Balances, exactly. Uh, no FR9 build, shut up. I think a 4 valve 5 4 manifold fits. I don't care, I don't, I don't care. I don't want that. I want like a Cobra Jet with a carburetor on top. Oh my God, that'd be so stupid. That'd be so stupid. Actually, doesn't Edelbrock make it? Edelbrock, uh, Coyote. Doesn't Edelbrock make a metal? Yes, Edelbrock makes a metal. Uh, it's like a thousand bucks, dude. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's a thousand dollars. So, what would I do? I stick a carburetor right here. <laughs> I plug that, plug that, plug all the stupid fuel injector shit, right? And put a carburetor on the bitch. The hell? Ah, <laughs> sixteen hundred dollars. I'd literally stuff a carburetor right on top of this. Doesn't Holly, doesn't Holly make a uh, a thing and then you have a removable top with a 4150 flange? We've already talked about this. We talked about how to make the, the, the carbureted Coyote become a thing. And I could probably do that before it even goes on the car. I could do that way before. I, I can make a pallet where the Coyote runs on a pallet with a carburetor on top easily. YDBT Pookie Mask. Now that shirt's funny as hell. Exactly. Phone case. Damn you balling. Exactly. Zero one video dropping tomorrow. No, I have not had time to film. Tomorrow what will drop is an update on the GT500 for everybody else. If you're a member of the channel, which you are, Travis, um, you should have already seen the update. So I'm going to basically use that video with today's post. And just basically make a video for the rest of the public. Sometime in the weekend, I might be able to get driving impressions. I can't, I can't go watt in the ZR1. It is 99 degrees out here. And if I go watt, 140 IATs like that. So IATs are becoming an issue on that car because of the amount of boost. It's making over 20 pounds of boost. Not because it's making 20 pounds. It's just not moving the air properly. With a cam, everything would help. And it would probably help IATs. But it needs meth. It needs bricks. It needs everything to cool it down. So I can't go watt a lot in the current configuration tunnel ram yeah you buy 500 shirts and alex will give away the couch do you have way of <laughs> yeah you know what do they sell like ydbt um ski masks what's the difference between the g3 and the g3x the guts i don't know i just know that i had a g3x and the g2 versus g3x it's it's a big difference like the g2 you can get away with 110 millimeter pulley on pump gas on a g3x you can't it's like 12 to 13 psi it's getting up there it's it, i'd say i'd say 12 psi for 110 millimeter pulley on a coyote on a g3x and on a g2 a 110 is uh, 10 psi so you can just chill out so but i don't know why anyone would ever opt for a g2 why limit yourself to a g2 i bought one of those so i'm still rocking it because there's no way anybody will buy it a guy named spider on youtube modify i know i know who cares uh, I don't want to do what he did. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to copy anyone else's setup. I have my own I have my own stuff. How's the vacation going? No vacation. I worked on the blue GT500 every freaking day until today. And today, I finally said, I can take a break. So, tomorrow is going to be my only day of me doing non-car stuff. 
Um, hey, Alex, can I get a Plasma Man Manny for my full bolt-on gutted stank? Anyone new going for the... Why did BT fidget spinners? Edelbrock already set up for direct nitro setup. No need to plug injector bunk. D3X is a billet impeller, says Kellen Stocks. So, Glass Fruit Coyote says, I need some help. I bought a Haram and got a... I bought a Haram. I got a 14 GT500 throttle body. Will the VMP jumper adapter cable to the Coyote be... What the fuck did he just say? What's a Haram? What is happening? Can anyone can anyone uh need some help? I bought a Haram and got a 14 GT500 throttle body. Will the VMP jumper adapter cable to Coyote be a lot of issue tuning? What's he talking about? Can, haram. What's a Haram? Um <laughs> Let me click on images. Uh, I don't know. Did you mean Mustang, but it like auto-corrected to Haram? <laughs> I said high ramp. Hey, Alex, I bought a Haram. Can you, <laughs> Can you help me tune the Haram? What the fuck? I bought a Haram. I'm like, is is this a new like Arab version of a Mustang? Like, <laughs> not a high ram. It's a Haram. <laughs> oh shit! He said high ram. Oh fuck! Just a Baltron shirt. Or thank you for ordering a ball. <laughs> he said a Haram. Harams come from India. He said, look, look. I'm gonna click on it again. Need some help. Bought a Haram. Not a high ram. <laughs> Fuck me. Simple spelling errors. <laughs> it's like a high ram sold in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> the Indian manifold. <laughs> oh, I was... <laughs> what's a Haram? Haram a <laughs> He said a Haram. And he meant high ram. Oh, anyway, let's answer his question. So you bought a high ram. I don't know why the fuck you did that because a Cobra Jet is the same shit. But no, a GT500 throttle body can be tuned as long as you use the VMP Y harness that plugs into the stock um, plug, splits into two, which is motor and TPS. That's not an issue. We tune that all the time. It's not an issue. Oh my lord. <clears throat> um, Theo Alex needs a vacation. Exactly. Haram in Arabic means forbidden. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he bought a forbidden. Good. Holly Harams should be forbidden. Um, Camel edition. Do you not? Don't you know Arab to English yet, bro? Comment of the week. Alex needs to make Haram shirts now. Oh my god. Can somebody make an Arab Holly Hiram? I need a bearded Holly Hiram. And I will make that a shirt. The Haram. <laughs> so let me see. Holly Hiram. Let's do it together. Okay, let's do it together. So here we go. Okay, so let 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 me see. Okay, okay. Oh shit. Let me let me let me click on images. Images. Can we do it together? Let's do it together. Come on. Let, let, let's uh, let's let's display capture. Let me see. I'll show you how I do it. I'll, I'll show you how I Photoshop stuff. So here we go. This is good, straightforward shot. Oh, come on, clean up. There we go. So this is, so I do this. I save it. 
right? I save, save as, okay. So let's say Hiram. And let's say uh, Arab beard, Arab beard. Okay. <laughs> hey, here we go. Perfect. Uh, wait, is this an actual? No, okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. okay, save as. Okay, save, save. Okay, okay. So now we're gonna go to 3D. We're gonna we're gonna use this. Let me move this over here. Okay, so y'all, I want y'all to see it. Okay, so we're gonna go menu, open, open. That might be some crazy shit here. Uh, let me see. Where's the? Where's the? Oh, what's the name? Oh, shoot. What is this? Look at all the stuff that I... There it is. So we got to crop this, guys. So we magic select, right? And we want to make sure we get the beard. So we go to next. Oh, okay. So we want to remove this. So let's remove this right here. Okay. Bam! Done. Okay. So now we have the beard. So we're going to cut it. But now we're going to open... The uh, don't save. Where's the highly high ram? There we go. And then we're gonna. <laughs> hey, the holly haram. Let me save this. <laughs> save as image. Uh, sure, save. And say Holly Haram. Perfect. That should be the new that should be the new um that should be the new uh uh, uh thirty-six month the thirty-six month uh whatchamacallit? That should be the the, the new thirty-six month thing for uh for the channel is the Holly Haram. <laughs> the Holly Haram Oh shit. So let me I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna legit do that. I'm gonna do <laughs> No, I don't want to get like racist, Anthony, because look, if I start putting turbans on shit, okay, this is what I need. Get your best Photoshop skills out. Take that Holly Hiram picture, put a beard, put a whatever, that will be the 36 month uh, logo for people that have been members over three years. So again, you guys saw what my vision was. You understand where I'm coming from? You are tracking. So we need a Holly Haram for the for the logo. And only this chat will know what a Holly Haram is. <laughs> oh, shit. See, I love it. Does CJ do anything on a Gen 3? Yeah. So only with cams. Look, I told people so many times that a CJ should not be put on any Mustang unless you're considering cams. Aftermarket cams. Stage 3s, 433, 430, stage 2s on Gen 3s, stage 3 NAs on Gen 1 and Gen 2. I really wouldn't touch a CJ manifold. Okay, maybe you can make peak horsepower on a dyno, more peak horsepower on a dyno. But the car will actually be slower because your average usable horsepower, power under the curve, is actually going to be less. So I really would keep from a CJ on Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3, unless you consider getting cams with it. I'm sorry. They market the Holly as a Haram, not a high ram. I tried to be punctual, so I didn't get flamed. That backfired like a motherfucker. Wait a minute, let me see. Holly, Haram. No, there's a, it's hyphenated. It's hyphenated. It's not Haram. It's high ram. Oh my god. 
See, they hyphenate it. Where is it? See, this is a, oh shoot, this is in the way. They hyphenate it. They put, mira, see, high ram. They put a, a little hash, you know, a little, little, little minus symbol, high ram. When you put haram, it, you know, everything is, see, high ram. See, it's hyphenated. <laughs> you said haram. <laughs> so when I, when I read it, I go, is there something, is there an Indian, a new Indian intake manifold I'm not aware of? Haram did not survive the test. The new Holly Haram. No international shipping available as the manifold is on the no-fly list. Oh, good ones. Ahmed tuned. The Haram will be running lean since it'd be fasting. Can the Haram handle the boost or will it blow up? Can I take the general... <laughs> We're on Haram jokes. And then some guy's like, can I take a Gen 1 car and drop in a Gen 3 motor? No, Lebanon Valley Film Productions. Cam, DI, can't control it. There is no DI control. You can plug the DI, but you can't control the cams. You can plug the DI all you want, but you can't control the cams. So, no. So the power curve or the CJ will become more peaky, basically correct, Joe Swish. It'll be peaky, whereas the GT... Okay, let's say... Uh, I wish I could draw it. Let, let, let's, uh, let, let, let's do Microsoft Paint. Paint. Because, you know, this is how I, like... When, when I go back to work... Oh, no, no, no. Just paint. Just paint. Just not paint 3D. Paint. Ah. Microsoft... Micro, micro, so paint, P-A-I-N-T. Why does it keep going paint 3D? Okay, so because we are very uh, high, high technology here, right? So when you have a CJ, right, what you'll have is a power curve that, uh, let me see, da, 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 there, there. And can we can we resize? Oh shoot! What is this? Not resize. Whoa. I'm terrible at this. Sorry, guys. Okay, it's red. Uh, can, can we have a bigger size? Dang it! Let me see. Okay, so okay, sure. So let's say you have a power curve on a CJ that goes like this, and at 7,300 RPMs, it's just gonna do this. Some people think that. At 7,000 7, RPMs or so, that, that this thing should just keep going like this. Like to the moon. Like, no. That's literally never been the case. Every CJ manifold does this. Every CJ manifold. They just go, uh, and then they flatten out. Why? Cams. When you install aftermarket cams, now you get a slightly less aggressive but it still tapers and this is when you put cams in it cam <laughs> there you go cam okay so if you have a, a cj and you have stock cams it'll peter out after seven thousand. and and the uh when you put four three three four three o's on a gen three or stage three na's it'll do that but let's say a uh where is it uh a GT350 intake. Okay, let's say this is a CJ, right? Let's say this is a CJ. And then it flattens out. 
Well, now let's say a uh, GT350 will be something like this. It'll be kind of like that. You understand? This is exaggerated as shit. But what I'm saying is this. The GT350 will have more usable power than a CJ under the curve. And when you see what a stock manifold does, a stock manifold does some crazy shit like this. And then it drops off a lot quicker because it has no airflow at the higher RPM ranges. So the stock manifold feels the best. The stock manifold gives you all that power really early. The 350 has the most linear power curve. The GT350 has the peakiest power curve. So hopefully this uh, graph should be saved because that's probably the best way I can explain to you guys what each manifold does in what situation. So hopefully that helps. It probably doesn't. It probably just confused people more. Forgot the hyphen. Gotcha. Can I get Suicide M1 Lund tuned for that Haram? Haram. The new Holly Haram. Enough power to pull down the tall bill. Ooh, Jesus. Here we go. Um, nah, it overall feels better, Alex. Uh, I did a video on an orange car and it gained a little over the 18. Okay. Well, again, peak. What's the best free-flowing exhaust for Gen 2? Whipple in the future. Look, um, you're going to go with Ultimate Header, but I don't know if they sell all of off-road exhaust. You're going to go Ultimate Header, free-flowing exhaust. And... Um, if you want the Coyote not to sound like total AIDS, avoid an X-pipe. H-pipe is usually the way to go. <clears throat> not members got to stay with the current topic. Exactly. Size it to the left of the color palette. Right. Exactly. I just, I, I'm, just, I'm just too lazy. Um, did you see the first 3D housemate? Don't care. George Bush approves of the Haram. Uh, I got me a set of hookah headers and a Holly Haram. Is that shot going to blow up? <laughs> hookah headers and Holly Haram. That's this. And holy Haram. Boy, this is pretty good. That old comment about the camel power, the camel power being 9 11th of a horsepower was gold. DT350 for the win. Ported boss. Looks like a UFO, Alex. Where does the haram go on that graph? <laughs> uh, every haram has free shipping with a purchase of a bomb vest. Mentioning cams, what are the best cams for a turbo application? So the gray goose and the blue goose have comp cam stage twos. I think the Blue Goose had stage three NAs for a while, but I think they went down to stage twos. So it's nothing crazy custom. It's nothing like super, it's off the shelf shit. Like the, 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 the Gooses have been almost sixes with generally off the shelf hard parts in the motor. Nothing in the motor is so exotic that you can't pick up. I guess the sauce or most exotic stuff is in keeping the gaskets together you know keeping the head from lifting i think there's some special stuff there and the turbo kit like the turbo kit is custom one-off stuff but when it comes to the hard parts of the motor off the shelf shit haram with 9 of a horsepower gotcha dixon thank you very much for the money and celebrate the first super chat from dixon wow dixon 225 actually oh i don't have the live chat up why isn't the live chat up there it is so dixon uh was the first guy to that's his first super chat thank you very much Eighth pound sounds awesome on my Gen 3. Haram is short for Harambi. How's fun? Let's get this man on a lift. Oh, dude. Look, I don't want to work on the cars anymore. I told you guys last week that some of the some of the best things I learned about working on my own cars is that I don't want to work on cars. Like, I didn't do it because I wanted to, like, DIY it myself. I, I did it because out of necessity. There's just a bunch of lazy people out there that are not willing to work on a, on a normal schedule. Cars sit in a lot for six months. 
And I'm like, well, why would I drop it off to your shop if it's going to sit? I'd rather let it sit here. And when your shop is ready for my vehicle, I will drop it off. So I got tired of that bullshit. And I started doing, doing, you know, doing the work myself. And I learned a lot. And one of the biggest things I learned is that I hate working on cars. Like I legit hate working on cars. It is not fun. I don't look like, okay. A lot of you guys out there say the craziest things like it only takes three hours to do a a motor, you know, a drop a motor. And I go, on the ground? And they go, oh, no, 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 not on the ground with a lift. So you got to take that into account. So how much does it cost me to remove a motor with a lift? Well, it's going to cost me the building that the lift is in, the lift, the lease or rent, and then the time. So you guys go, three hours. Wait, if you have a lift? So how much was the lift? How much was the building the lift is in? So, so a lot of people don't understand that that doesn't make sense when they say three hours. It, 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 on the ground, a regular schmo like you and me, it's going to take all day all day because I'm on the ground. So I don't want to justify, like, I don't want to buy a house with a big garage to work on the cars. No, you know what I want a big garage for? Studio space. I want to be able to bring you a show in a big studio and have my cars under that roof. I'll have a lift to work on them if I have to. And if I have, if I get lucky enough to buy a big enough house with a big enough garage, I want the dyno on there. That's right. I want to be able to bolt the car down I'm sorry, strap the car down and be able to dyno and give you tests on dyno, on dyno stuff, tuning stuff, like cool stuff. But, you know, that's uh, that that seeing how the economy is and see how the housing market is, it's slowly becoming a, a more distant and distant uh, thing that I'll be able to get into a house with a big enough garage, like years and years and years before I can do that based on the current market. You should ask the ones if they've ever heard, they've ever heard of Haram. The Haram has cams. Lockout or still have the phasers? Um, so the Lunds have started doing something pretty interesting. They have locked out the exhaust cam and still phase the intake cam. The intake cam is where the sauce is. It's where the power is. And depending on how you phase them, you can really make good gains by keeping the intake cam phasing, VCT, but locking out the exhaust cam. Because for simplicity's sake, where are you going to have the most difficult time controlling the cam? On the exhaust side. Why? Potential back pressure issues. Think about it. The exhaust cam is manipulating the valves that are trying to get rid of the air. Okay? So if you have any back pressure issues, that cam is going to feel the effects of your exhaust first. If you have any back pressure issue or any issue in your piping or anything that is not favorable, the cam that's gonna have the most stress is gonna be the exhaust cam, not the intake cam. So what we do is to, I guess, eliminate um, any potential, let's say, loss of phasing, we lock out the exhaust cam, just leave it locked, and then keep the VCT on the intake because it is less prone to potentially failing because there is no back pressure per se. I fix airplanes and do my own work, including engine build, but don't take, don't have a shop with a lift. In general, I take an estimated time and triple it because I'm on the back on the ground. Exactly. You're 100% right. It's, it's time versus money. You can never get 
more time, we can always make more money. Alex got a car collection. That's why it sucks. <laughs> it does. It does. I do have too many cars. I'm going to be honest with you. Having tuning issues with my Holly High Ram. Every time I get off the accelerator, the exhaust goes durka, durka, durka. That's not good. That's not good. When do you think you hit the market? The market will go down. Look, the market is favorable anywhere else but Florida. If I go to Georgia, I can get a house tonight. Tonight, I can get a house with about two acres, a garage, three two for three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars tonight i'll have that house and a lot of you that don't live in florida probably don't understand why florida specifically south florida is very expensive everybody is moving here the housing market has not plateaued people are moving here and they're paying 475 for a three two with 0.14 acres point yeah, that's right. 0.14 acres, a 3.2 with a two-car garage. 475 to 525 is the going rate for that house built in like 1990. And I'm like, no, fuck that. That's crazy. So I don't mind moving a little further north, not Port St. Lucie, too many Puerto Ricans up there, probably a little further up more than that, but not so far north that it becomes, you know, Yeehaw Junction. No, thank you. Alex, the immigrant from Haram, what's the nut I got to pay for a YOLO tune? Thinking about leave my tuner. I know all Lund tunes are the same, but it'd be a thing for me. There, Okay, look, there is no mechanism where you say, I want Alex to tune my car and that you get me. You, one, you'll never know if you got me. It says calibrator on the ticket. When you get a ticket and someone sends you a tune, it says calibrator. It doesn't say Alex the calibrator, Brandon the calibrator, Lund the calibrator. It says calibrator and then when you ask who am i dealing with you know how many times i've been asked who am i dealing with if you don't mind me asking i go we are borg we all tune the same and they might hate that answer but it's like it's like going to and this is a bad example but it's like going to ruth chris and let's say ruth chris has six badass chefs that all have and follow the same head chef's recipe so if you say, well, I don't want Rodrigo to do it. I want, you know, this guy to do it. The steak's going to come out the same. Chef Boyardee's nuts says, isn't there a massive insurance crisis out there right now? No. 100 to 200% premium increases. Not 100%, but there's the hurricanes. The problem is this. The problem is that there's no regulation over that. So that that's something where the government should step in and regulate that. Two, hurricanes. It's really difficult to insure a home here because of the hurricanes. And look, I don't know if Florida will be the last place I'll live. But I don't want to move. This is home to me. This is literally home to me. But if housing prices and insurance prices get too off kilter, I'll, I'll buy a small condo with access to the water and just do that and then figure out a garage situation later because I am not going to pay $500,000 for a 3-2 with 0.14 acres. My house is five, three and a half, and it was 4.30 in Southeast North Carolina. Ah, oh, damn, must have missed my payment. I used to live in Florida, and I still have family down there, and it's crazy to hear what they pay for even just gas. Yes, but did you see our roads? The roads are pretty smooth. You know, it's Brandon because they'll, they'll say friend, exactly. He and Lion, that's what I did in Georgia, except for two, five with five acre. I'm in the woods, one and a half outside Atlanta. We are Borg, love it. <clears throat> I had Dakota with Luntoon, me, People need to realize Lund is a team and Alex is a team member. Correct. I, I, again, someone said the other day on the chat that maybe they were not going to go f 
to me because of the tuning, but they'll go to me for the methodology. Meaning I'm willing to <clears throat> do certain things based on certain tests. Let's say for instance, you get a, a batch of, let's say you have an, a centrifugal supercharger and you are experiencing false knock on the shifts. It's if it's a manual. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, a set of steps to try to figure out if it's false or not. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to put octane booster in it. After we put octane booster in it, we're going to go out there and do shifts on the same tune. If it still knocks on the shifts, I'm going to tell you this. We know there's octane booster in there and it's still knocking on the shifts. I am willing to desensitize the knock sensor a little bit because I think on the shifts, your bracket where your supercharger is mounted, whether it's, e I've seen it on ESS, Vortec, Paxson, and Pro Charger, all centrifugals act the exact same way. I will desensitize it so that the harmonics caused by the jostling of the bracketry on the shifts are not picked up by the knock sensor stock. Now, maybe, maybe you go, I want that. But some of you might think, that's dangerous. I don't want to do that. I don't want to desensitize the knock sensor. Okay, fine. Then you're going to have to ensure that that car has high octane all the time. Now, the methodology of other tuners like Dakota, Brandon, and John, they probably go, I am not willing to desensitize your shit until you have E85 in this sucker. Then I'm comfortable desensitizing because then I know you're running E85, high octane fuel. I am willing to do it on pump gas if you've already done the vetting with Octane Booster and it acts the exact same way. Alex, my debit card expired. If I become a member again, will I keep the logo I had? I don't think so. I think YouTube does that, not me. Uh, it's like being Obama's chef and drowning in three feet of water. Isn't that crazy how he just drowned and it just goes away and no one really asks questions? Almost like requesting Turvey to make my eggs. He's right, home insurance went up. Yeah, he's right, homie. Insurance went up 100%. Oof, then that means I'm not gonna buy a house. Because I'm not going to pay $5,000 a year for insurance. I'm not going to pay $6,800 a year for taxes and then a $3,100 mortgage a month. That is ridiculous. And again, I love it here. It's great here. It's wonderful living here. It's expensive to live here. Extremely expensive. Justifiable? Mm, depending on who you ask. Because if everybody is moving here big companies are moving here the places hustling and bustling were thriving this state is kicking ass the governor is not going to be president that boy fucked that up DeSantis fucked up his president presidential run so he's going to be here for another couple years so he's got to make good on you know his political career so he's got to stay here and do his thing so for the next foreseeable future three years this place is going to be hustling and bustling i do not see house prices dropping at all i love your test videos i watched and listened i watched listened and picked up six tenths in the quarter alex i already got that also 2.25 apr purchased 217 worth 420 now i am never moving i am stuck you are stuck because a lot of people that bought at 2.25 now will never get that rate again it'll be six minimum You'll ne So I really hope that you like your place. For those people that tout the fact that I got my place for 2.5%, you know, this and this and that. Okay, I really hope you love your place because you're never moving. The only place that has different tuners is Palmisino. One guy does hardly acceptable job. The other guy makes you want to die. Lund for the win. Jesus Christ. 8.8 .8 inches in my rear says, <laughs> that's what 8.8 .8 inches in my rear said. That's funny. Uh, stroke, TO2 Mustang became a bitch on level member. Thank you. 
11 second clip says, and the guy went paddleboarding with no life jacket and couldn't swim. Nothing to see here. Alfredo Diaz says, you just need Turvey to move out to the next house you want to buy. He'll drive the prices down and make everyone want to move somewhere else. Now, if I want to live in a ghetto, but have a big house, I can do that tonight. I, I have the money down. The credit's good. I can move to Lake Worth. No offense for you to li live in Lake Worth. Riviera. West Palm by the airport. I can move, but I don't want to have to constantly watch my back. I'm good. Where I live in New York, it's 14000 a year in taxes. Hey, Alex, hope you had a good day. Sorry I'm late. It says Hauser S550. Do you remember the MSD that's wired onto your GT500 with the Turbo 400? Do you remember how the MSD? Yeah, the MSD was wired with the button. The, the trans brake button activated the MSD two-step. Not the wide open throttle, anything. The trans brake button wired in you mean like physically wired it's still wired that way now we're gonna rewire it so that it's on the clutch switch and yes guys like the stream just do do me a favor just click a like on the stream that'd be awesome <clears throat> wolf hollis says right i moved to this place five months ago the interest rate i got you can't even buy now turvy has a neighbor nightmare fuel even here in the 956 it's hard to find a good fourplex under 400 now but the thing is is er you know what's down there that people are loving spacex SpaceX is this crazy millwright dream job. You will always have work as long as SpaceX is down there. They're constantly building, constantly expanding. Rockets are going to blow up and they got to redo the concrete. They got to redo the water deluge. They got to do, they are kicking ass. And that place is going to be kicking ass for 20 years. So the Puro Pinche 956 has a huge, huge, huge company there, SpaceX, because it's in a favorable position close to the equator near Brownsville. But the Puro Pinche 956 is go, has a massive employer down there via SpaceX and its satellite. You know, it has other companies attached to it, like subcontractors and electricians and all this crazy stuff. It's a booming area. So housing prices will go up. We have... Lockheed Martin here in West Palm, Pratt and Whitney. We have a ton of insurance places and banking, banking, banking. Like you want to talk about financial firms, like crazy amount of financial firms where I'm sure people are hiding their money down here in Florida. <clears throat> I pay 7,000 taxes every year. Sheesh. Parker says, I finally become a cheaper, it's finally become cheaper to rent now that I've tried using a VA loan and it's not even close to affordable. I'm buying a nice Fox body, uh, every year just to live at my house. Yeah, exactly. Look, I'm here paying under 2,500 bucks with two car garage, two, 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 two garages where they allow me to do whatever. There is no guys. I replaced my motor here in the garage, of course, but I replaced my motor here. Tons of parking. Like, like I'm not crazy. I know what the rest of West Palm is like where they watch you like a hawk. And if you have a car that is not allowed to be in the complex they tow it it is it is a lot of people don't understand what south florida is like <clears throat> william luckett says i'm late but imagine coming to the headquarters your employees drive other brand vehicles and they say for reliability reasons fire them all they built your products no fuck that how about make a better product that you your employees would drive if my employer was ford and every ford i've owned has had reliability issues i'm buying that toyota 
because I got to get to work. And when my manager says, why are you driving a Corolla? I'm like, because the bitch starts every day. <clears throat> I have to make this what I want. I don't have an option to build a deck or build a bigger garage. And it really sucks. I could sell this house and make bank, but I'd never get the same APR. Two and a half, four bed, two bath in Florida. Best move I ever made. Good for you. Yep, same here in Florida. The Cape, at the Cape, deliver all the equipment all the time up here. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Cape Canaveral. Cape Canaveral is booming up there. So if you want to live in Cocoa, if you want to live in Vero, if you want to live uh, um, New Smyrna Beach, you want to live in those areas, you might do well if you work for SpaceX or Blue Origin or any of the other, uh, is it Blue Origin? The the Amazon uh, space company? <clears throat> Hey, would hey would you blow me? Says checking in. What's up, brother? Um, that Jew says they let that pink expedition park in your lot. <clears throat> yeah, it's like faded '80s red. It's been there forever, but the guy pays attention to it. They put a sticker on it to say this is going to get towed. He moved it to another part of the complex, so it runs, drives, and it's currently registered. That's the funny thing. Staying in Texas, exactly. You aren't lying. We got our house at 2.1. It's literally not worth moving anytime soon. The market is a dumpster fire, right? I have the money down. See, that's why I think the GD500, I'm going to enjoy it for a couple of years. Theoretically, I should sell it and sit on the cash. But look, this channel has to keep growing. And I can't. I brought you ZR1 content, which I don't think I'm going to give you much more ZR1 content than the cold air stuff that's coming up soon because I don't think that car needs to constantly improve. I just want to enjoy that vehicle. GT500, on the other hand, I can go race it. It's going to need axles. It's going to need another set of axles. It's going to need 5.8 studs because it has half-inch studs. The Fairmont can get built, so the money can get reinvested back into the channel until the housing market decides to get its head out of its ass, which I don't think will be for at least two or three years. So I don't think I'm going to be here. I'll probably rent somewhere else, like rent a house. I don't mind renting a house for like 25 or 27, but God damn it, that's a lot of money too. <clears throat> uh, yeah, Virgin too. Oh, yeah, Virgin Galactic, exactly. If we could only prevent all the Californians from moving to Florida, the rest of the United States, I'm in St. Augustine. Good, uh, St. Augustine is a nice area. Yeah, the Red Expedition has been in a lot of your videos. When my AC is on, the temps get to around 120 and 120, 120 and 130, my car vibrates. 120, 130. Sometimes I've heard it's common, but is there a way to fix it? It stops when I turn the AC off. What are you talking? 120, 130? When my AC is on and temps get around 120, 130, my car vibrates. When you turn your AC off, so you have a problem with your air conditioning compressor? My AC compressor in my Gen 1, the clutch came apart in it. And it started with a slight vibration. So do this. Turn on your AC, open the hood, and stare at that freaking compressor. And see if it's starting to do a weird shake. I had to replace my AC compressor twice on my Gen 1. We need some GT500 street pulls and draggy times. Just saying, yes, that is soon. Once I get the motor broken in, I have to do some 4,400 RPM XLs and D cells. He told me how to do it, right? Light load, uh, no boost. Then change the oil, lower the boost. I also picked up, that's right, you guys have asked the question, tuner tools. Tuner tools sells N-gauge cables. And I have the GT, which one's GT500 cable? This is it right here. 058, yep. So, tunertools, tunertools.com. 
here it is, sales at tunertools.com. Get yourself an Engage cable. It arrived today. I got my Engage. Now I'm going to start tuning on that car because it has a bit of a slight dip. And here is my invoice. It was 50 something dollars. Not cheap because they don't make it anymore. No $59.95 for a cable. But I need it. I wasn't about to haggle with price. Just get it and be done with it. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'm over time. So today, we talked about the uh, on the Cybertruck guy on Twitter talking about how Ford supposedly is trying to get the employees to drive the EVs to maybe entice them into buying them. Cadillac is making a $300-something-thousand-dollar Celestique, and then the Holly Haram was introduced. So I am looking forward to having at YDBTForLife at gmail.com in my inbox a bunch of awesome Holly Haram pictures. And that will be the new emoji when you've been here three years as a member. Again, guys, three years as a member is uh, a big thing. So those people that have that currently have the Dark Horse logo, your next logo up is the Holly Haram, depending on which one I choose. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thanks again. Appreciate you guys hanging out. I'm gonna release the other video for the GT500 uh, update tomorrow for the rest of the people. The members are already up on it. I think it has over 450 views, so that's awesome to see that the members are watching that video. I'll make an update version for the rest of the people. I'll get on the ZR1 stuff tomorrow. I'm just gonna do polls in it, drive it around, driving impressions, and show you the new Ram Air style cold air that Greg Kong uh, got me. So if I get that video done by tomorrow, I'll just post it tomorrow at the same time that I make the other one live. I'll try to get you guys at least two more videos by the end of the weekend before we do or maybe one tomorrow and then one Sunday night. What And then we'll do the peasant chat in the morning. So you guys have at least three videos to look forward to coming up in the next couple of days. All right, guys. I'm out of here. Thanks a lot. Get the Photoshop going for the Holly Haram. YDBT for life at gmail.com. We'll get you going on that emoji for the three-year members. Have a good rest of your night. See you guys later. Bye.